Well, we reveal a little bit more about Trinity this time. And the witch has been talking to Becky, the, I guess, teenager who was into drugs and pills. That character is not in the village right now, but Becky is still around. And Trinity has a past all her own. She's been fond of placing calcium salts on the lawn, not as an amendment to the soil, but as a barrier to protect her house. Some people talked about sea salt. Trinity was using calcium salt. She said the energy is better for her soil. And Becky has not been by Trinity's house. She's been safe and seems to have a protecting spell, kind of a locking spell, really, that keeps Becky with her parents and in her own city. Instead of returning back to the place where she got into drugs, Becky has been staying away at her parents' place. And that has made a big difference in her life. So, we find out Trinity the Witch can do some good things. Apparently, the locking spell was a medicine bag that involved a few rabbit bones, some herbs, and some of that same calcium that Trinity has. She said a Latin prayer over it, and a little bit of Filipino. And, through that, she was able to give this to Becky, told her to keep it in her possessions at all times, like in a purse or suitcase, and that she would stay where she needed to be. All Becky knows is that suddenly her ideas, her desires were all about staying with her parents and staying in the city. She didn't want to go back out in the country where things were bad for her. It could have been another city. It could have been the country. All she remembers was her place resembled a flop house, like a former occupied house, now abandoned, that <clears throat> was full of trash. And Becky ended up staying there and getting hooked on pills and skipping school. But now Becky is on the mend. We will find out there's also a darker side to the witch known as Trinity. In that case, it's because locking spells are a huge matter here. There was someone messing around with her flat out on the beach somewhere east of here. I don't know exactly where that was. She tried to catch the person either breaking into the house or stealing items from her. She tried putting some rabbit bones out there and found out the spell did not work. She tried some of her own blood and found out the spell did not work. So one year she had a broken leg and she was asking the doctors to heal it and they said it'll heal on its own. We don't need to do surgery. But she sprinkled some salt on their paperwork and looked him in the eyes and said, You need to remove the bone. The next thing you know, they did a pathology report on Trinity and come back and said, 
You appear to have some kind of osteomyelitis. We're going to have to remove the leg bone. And she said, yes, I want you to replace it with a rod. And they said, we will remove as much bone as we need, but we'll replace it with a titanium rod. And then she said, you will give me the bone. The doctor said, we don't normally do this, but you asked for a souvenir. We will give you your leg bone. So Trinity is now sporting a titanium rod in her left leg. She tells no one about that and thinks the bone is stronger than it's ever been. All we know is that Trinity went back home to her house, had a new gravel sidewalk put in leading to the front door, and underneath two foot of gravel, and where this leads to the front door, she placed a rather large chunk of her tibia fibula into the soil in direct contact with the dirt and didn't tell anyone that is her left leg bone. She put her tibia in there. After that she said a prayer in Filipino and in German and said anyone who enters this house without my permission will remain here forever. All she had to do then was have the gravel installed, say her prayer again, anyone who enters this house without my permission will stay here forever. After that, the construction team left. Someone tried to enter the house to use the bathroom, and she kindly told him, please don't. I don't want you to stay here. And the guy turned around and left. I guess he stopped at a gas station later. We can think of this as a bad thing that happened to Trinity or that Trinity did, but we have to remember that people have different systems of morality in this world. Trinity doesn't live by the same standards I do, and Trinity has her own standards as well. So. If you're guessing whether or not this is good or evil, I have to say, we just don't know. Trinity had her own mind and her own spells in purpose here, and I can't really tell you if that's good or evil. What I can say is it makes Trinity more of a problematic hero than we thought. Trinity brought some of the same magic to the village and spoke to Noma about protection and said she would be glad to help out if Noma would pay her fee. Noma asked about money and Trinity said, No, I just need a sample of blood from you. Noma thought this was a very odd request, but finding out it was like a blood donation to be done at the hospital, Noma agreed and said yes she would give blood but Noma found out only half the blood went to the blood bank the other half was sent to an anonymous collector and that anonymous collector turns out to be Trinity herself the girl seems to have some power I don't know how or why this is not witches and stuff that I read about this is something else
And this time, we're talking about an event years ago out on the East Coast where Trinity asked for her leg bone. She was dealing with a burglar who was breaking into her house and stealing items. The burglar was disrupting her magic. In this event, Trinity laid her spell under the sidewalk. She gently called the name of the burglar and asked for that person to come back. She left the front door unlocked this time. At least one way unlocked. There is more to the story than that. Whether the home is by the sea is not important. There is a song from Phil Collins about that. But in this case, home by the sea could be anywhere far from the sea. The important thing is the locking spell took effect. The burglar showed up, thought, I'll just try the front door this time, and gently turned the knob to find the door popped open right on cue, and the burglar was able to rock walk inside. The burglar thought this is strange. That is very welcoming. He got out a suitcase and began gently collecting expensive items and for some reason a bit of food, a bit of cheese. I don't know what the cheese is about. Maybe the burglar was hungry. Maybe that's calcium or potassium. And the burglar set aside items that he meant to take from Trinity. At that point, he heard a voice call to him and say, Anyone who enters this house without permission will stay here forever. And he looked around to see who said that. It's at that moment he tried to call with the cell phone and call a buddy. Come get me out of here. Something's wrong. But again, Trinity's voice repeated itself. Anyone who enters this house without permission. The burglar tried the front door again, only to find the knob would not turn and the door was locked. He tried the back door and found that door too was locked, and the seal was covered by a layer of white dust. He tried Trinity's phone and found the line was dead, and his own cell phone was now shut off. The burglar picked up a concrete statue and threw it at Trinity's picture window. You would expect a large picture window, floor to ceiling to shatter, and let something in. Instead, the window held, the glass was fast, the concrete bounced off and cracked. The window did not shatter, did not crack. The burglar panicked and began pounding on all the windows and doors. They found out he could not escape. Three days went by. The burglar did not feel any hunger. The burglar did not feel any thirst. But repeated attempts to crack the windows and use whatever knives and scissors he could find to loosen the windows all failed. Instead of three days, Trinity is telling this, stoma, this story to Noma, and she said, It has been 25 years since that burglar entered my house. 
No one has disturbed him since then. Noma asked about the fees and asked, You know, we have some power here in the county. We can deal with strangers. And Trinity put a hand on Noma's wrist and said, I have my own ways of dealing with strangers. She said, No one has found that burglar in 25 years. I don't think he will be disturbed. And Noma withdrew her hand and looked rather sternly at Trinity. And then Trinity offered, What about these ghosts, these monsters you have in your village? What do you want done about them? And Noma said, We have had over 25 deaths in this village in the past three years. I want something done to stop them. Trinity said, Don't worry, I will stop them. So now we learn exactly the nature of the witch known as Trinity and how this affects our story. This sets up the final battle of Halloween this year and it lets us know that Trinity is a big character on this. We also found out that Trinity has a separate deal going on something that we did not expect and other characters may not like. Trinity has called out with red silk and an old candle from centuries ago. She found a keepsake in an old closet, an old antique shop, and set up a pentagram. She called out this name, Mystere, Mystere, come and see me. And when this woman known as the Three-Striped Penguin showed up, she was in a rather pale state and said, What do you want, my child? Trinity said, I need your help on this one. I need you to come back to this village. Mystere said, I do not want to visit that village again. Trinity showed her the blood and said, But we need your help. We need you to come back. At that point, the demon changed her tune real quick and said, I will help you. Trinity spoke the name of Cindy and Karen and said, You will help them too. I summoned you here for this. The demon frowned and said, This is personal. Trinity said, You must obey. The demon said, Yes, I will obey you. I will help Karen and Cindy. Trinity said, Do not appear until I signal you. And then we found out we have tracker with her spiritual gun. We have Cindy and Karen with their magic. We have Jacob and some of the men of the village. And now we have Trinity the witch and Mystere the demon. This is getting to be a powerful force. And when Trinity spoke to Noma, she asked about 
witch, you're going to go up against Snapboom all by yourself. The witch smiled and said, no, we have some help. There are some friends of mine who want to come here. And when Noma walked to the front of her inn and looked out the front door, she saw eight shadowy figures walk towards the front door, and she saw yellow glowing eyes looking at her. Eight sets of yellow glowing eyes. Noma spoke for a second and said, Who is this? Who are you? Trinity spoke to her and said, do you remember the Victorian House, the National Guard members who entered there? Noma said yes, rather briefly. She said, I have been recruiting. Yes, Trinity the Witch has been recruiting. Trinity said, These men have a score to settle, and they are going to join us. They will settle their score. About that time, a ghost lifted up his hand, and sparks of yellow shot out of his hand. And then Noma saw all eight sets of eyes glow together. Trinity said, save it, boys. We will use you at the appropriate time. After that... In a literal line across the sand, a line in the sand, Trinity withdrew some of the lime salt and the blood she took from Noma. She said, whoever crosses this line will be bound here. And Trinity placed the blood salt under the gravel and placed the gravel back across the road. She left that as a trap for the Snap Boom Ghost. And then they waited for the town to be cleaned up and the place to be opened up after the flood. The ground was already mostly dry. The mud under the gravel was still rather damp, but the blood salt went in just fine without harm. Trinity returned to the evacuation shelter to speak to Noma, but on the way there, she heard a yelling and a commotion and thunder. Trinity lit witnessed lightning and thunder strike trees in the swamp, and she saw tree bark shatter and steam come from the trees. She heard a growling voice and saw green eyes glowing in the swamp. After that, she heard more thunder and witnessed two women go to fight against each other. Trinity stayed out of this fight. She didn't utter a question. She didn't ask a word. But she heard the green eyes say, Who are you on my turf? And the snap boom ghost in her blue eyes say, This is my village. You will leave now. After that, the two went to fighting, and loud thunder boomed across the village. 
After that, energy began flying, and both ghosts appeared to leave. Trinity jumped in her car and sped off to the evacuation shelter. She called for Jacob and Noma, and then for Cindy and Karen. She said, I was going to wait to introduce the team, but something has happened. There was a battle at the village. We move now. And Jacob said, what are we doing? She said, get your ghosts together. Get Samantha together. Get the men together. We have to move now. And that, my friends, ends this story. We've got about 20 minutes here. I think that's good enough. There will be a huge battle. And you never know what happens next on the dusty road.